Welcome back to Scripps Talks. Today I have Zenobia Chris on the line talking to me about her work as a journalism HTC student and how she's making some adaptations to fit in with all of the necessary social distancing and, and all the different changes that we've had to put in place here. Last week, most of my podcasts were with alumni who are dealing with the, either covering the virus or, or just having to deal with uh, virus-related matters. But this week, I wanted to spend some time talking to current students as they are trying to make the adaptations necessary for the semester to move forward. So, Zenovia, thank you for being willing to join me today. Of course. I'm happy to come on. So, Zenovia, tell me a little bit about what it was like when you first started hearing the news about the format of the semester changing. When I first started hearing the news, first it was just going to be two weeks, and then it was the rest of the semester. My class schedule is a little untraditional right now because I'm in the News at Noon cluster, and then I also take two regular structured classes. The News at Noon, we just go in from 8.30 to 1 p.m., and every day you have a different role, and we basically produce a live newscast that airs at noon at 12. My classmates and I were talking a lot about, oh, what did you think the structure is going to be like how are we going to do a live newscast every day if that's what we're being graded on but obviously we don't have any um, connection to that equipment or anything like that Um, so we were really waiting to hear like how they were going to do that because that is 12 credit hours of our semester so how did it unfold I mean how did how did you start getting the the news about the changes that were going to have to be implemented for for news at noon Uh, So originally, Tim Sharp, one of our professors, emailed us and said, with just the two-week one, he said that we would just write two online stories about how coronavirus was affecting our hometown, and then another one that was more of a feature style about anything we wanted. And that way, because there is one of the classes in the cluster is online reporting, um, we were able to just focus on that part of the class, but then when they arrested Uh, announced the rest of the semester, um, Mary Rogus and Tim Sharp emailed us again and said they were working on figuring out how to structure the class in a way that we were still getting, um, like the daily news aspect of what we were learning in a way that we could still learn how to report, produce, and anchor. And what they ended up doing was saying we do a weekly newscast now that airs on Facebook. There's one producer, one assignment editor, and four reporters about, depending on how big the group is, we're not reporting on Athens anymore, we're reporting on where we live. So I live in central Ohio, and then there's a northern Ohio team and a southern Ohio team. And I think it's working out pretty well. We had one already. Where would somebody uh, watch this if they wanted to see it? News at Noon has its own Facebook page. I think they did make it public. I know for the first week, it wasn't a public Facebook page because they didn't know how well it was going to work out. But I know that afterward, a ton of my classmates took initiative and we asked for the opening animation. One of my classmates, she made graphics so everyone would have uniform graphics. She made lower thirds so everyone would have uniform lower thirds so I know a lot of people stepped up to the plate to make it as professional as it could be and after Mary and Tim both saw that they I think they're making it public it's just news at noon on Facebook. When you look back on what's happening right this minute um, I mean you're in the middle of it obviously but you also can make some uh, uh, observations about the process What, what are your general thoughts about this as a as a learning experience it's certainly not what you signed up for 
I'm not having a huge problem with it. Like I discussed with one of my professors, like it's hard to establish a routine now that I'm living at home. Living with your parents is way different than living with roommates, people your own age. And I have a younger sister too, but it's still just a completely different adjustment in terms of living situation. Both of my parents are working and my sister just started back up with her high school classes. I think the transition, it's been nice because um, all of my professors, which I'm so grateful for, have been very understanding and checking in to make sure everyone doesn't have too much work on their hands because I think all of my professors are very understanding of the fact that this is new for everyone. And if it's stressful for one person, it's probably going to be stressful for everyone. So I'm grateful that there's an open dialogue between me and my professors in terms of workload and what we think is appropriate because this time is so confusing. We also think about the grieving that students are experiencing not being on campus. And what is that like for you to, to be away from your friends and from campus? It is really weird. I, um, I'm a sophomore, so I lived in a dorm this year. We were on spring break when we heard the news and we weren't on campus. And it was such a melancholy feeling packing up my dorm, knowing that I will never go there again. And I did it alone, so my roommates weren't there. Last year, we all packed up our dorms together, and we all had, like, one last, like, everyone got to hug and say goodbye. We won't see you for a few months. But I would definitely describe it as melancholy. My younger sister went with me, and I was just standing in the dorm looking at it, and she was like, it's going to be okay. I was like, I know, it's just so weird. Like, that's your last experience as a sophomore, and obviously I'll be off-campus housing, but dorms are totally different to just have, like, no final experience type of thing. Are you able to have some sense of socializing with your friends still through social media or telephone calls? Yes, I actually just FaceTimed all my roommates on like on Zoom or we use multiple things. You can group FaceTime on iMessage now too. So we still all keep in contact and we all FaceTime together. I mean, I text them, I Snapchat them, and everyone's all connected through social media. There's a ton of social media trends where people are challenging each other and stuff like that. I know a lot of my journalism friends all got on Zoom together, too, and we're just talking and hanging out. So I think everyone's definitely staying connected because well, for a lot of people, that's all you can cling to right now. Because being back with your family is so different, especially unexpectedly in March. I think this is an interesting experience for students, but I think it also is preparing you in a way for if this were to happen to you as a professional, how would you adapt to it? So in a way, you're showing employers how you are adapting to it, and it has this kind of interesting silver lining, even though none of us would want this to happen. I, I think what you guys are doing on News at Noon is is very impressive. I think so, too. I was definitely a little skeptical at first when she said a weekly Facebook newscast. I was worried that it was going to look shoddy or unprofessional or just weird because we weren't reporting on Athens anymore. Most of what we did was out of Athens. But I do think like the way it came together, I produced last week was my first role. And the producer anchors too, and I edited it all together. And I tried to make it look as professional as possible. I'm involved in WAUB, and I had friends from WAUB help me with my friend that's a director. He helped me make sure it looked professional because I'm not that great with like transitions between videos. And I think everyone worked really hard to kind of show that, oh, we're able to do this from home. We're able to be like a real news outlet. I think everyone was really dedicated to making it look super professional. Have you found that it's hard 
to concentrate on work given all the kind of the dire headlines that are out there? I mean, you're you're covering these stories as a journalist, but you're also having to live with the reality. I found it extremely challenging the first couple of weeks because everyone, it was so uncertain. Classes hadn't started up. I wasn't in a routine. All I was doing was going on my phone, on Twitter, seeing all people joke about coronavirus and then seeing real news about how coronavirus was spreading so fast. And then we would watch it at night on the TV. We would watch the news. And finally, in my house at least, which is a little difficult for class, but I am able to obviously search news outlets like I used to. But in my house, we um, don't watch the news anymore. It's a, like a mental health rule that we instituted. Like um, My parents watch the press conference at two that the governor does, and then basically we don't really pay attention to that because to a certain extent, it's, it is so uncertain that there's no point in looking at the news every minute of the day. It's an interesting challenge for journalists to manage their mental health and also try to be well-informed at the same time. For my tutorial right now through the Honors Tutorial College, I'm taking a tutorial with Dr. Debatine about trauma journalism and the psychology of it in terms of how covering a traumatic experience or like a crisis situation affects journalists. So it's really interesting how this event is coinciding with the class I'm taking right now because I'm reading a lot of studies about how journalists often are first responders in a sense, but journalism is such a stoic profession that people don't really take the time to say, oh, maybe I was impacted by this event I covered, even though I wasn't directly a part of the event. I still was there and witnessed everything the same as everyone that was a part of it. And I know I've talked to my mom about this. She works for the state and does stuff with mental health. We both had a conversation about how journalists are impacted by this because of they're covering it every day. Like they're the people that are expected to be at the press conferences. Same with healthcare workers are impacted by this in a separate way. So it's just interesting to see how it's all playing out. And I even see some examples on Twitter of journalists who have family members have confirmed cases in their family. And so there is a, a very direct impact for many journalists. That's another thing to consider also is how journalists will have to go still cover everything, still read the news every day when they're dealing with things at their own home too, but they're expected to keep everyone updated, which is important thing I've been talking in class with Dr. Debutine about is just debriefing and being able to talk about why you're upset and what's impacting you in a way that makes it an open dialogue rather than suppressing emotions, which is something I find very interesting that I'm learning about in my class. Zenobia, is there anything about this uh, that you would like to share that we haven't talked about yet? I just think it's a really unprecedented time and everyone's learning as we go, but I really do think that Ohio University, especially the professors here, are really taking into account students and what students need in terms of mental health and resources and in terms of making sure that projects and assignments, at least for me, aren't overloading. And I'm really glad that I have open dialogue like that with my professors. Uh, one more question, and that is about summer internships. Have you been planning to do an internship this summer? I have multiple friends who got their summer internships canceled or postponed indefinitely because of this. I'm lucky that I'm a sophomore, so 
it doesn't really impact me in terms of graduation, but I know that a lot of people were stressing out about that. All right. Well, thank you very much, and please stay safe and wash your hands. Of course. You too. It's nice talking to you. All right. Good luck. Also joining us today, Abby Neff is a freshman in the School of Journalism and is going to talk about her experience in this uh, very strange new reality that we're all uh, trying to adapt to. Welcome to the podcast, Abby. What was it like when you first got the news about um, school having to be reinvented as an online pedagogy, as an online experience? It was definitely jarring. It was kind of, it was unbelievable. Like a lot, I talked to a lot of my friends about it and we just kind of had no words for it because when people talk about your freshman year, they never are like, oh, you're going to be sent home because of a world pandemic. You kind of just have that freshman year experience and then you continue on through your other years and it was definitely, I was shocked. Like I heard about OSU, my friend goes to OSU. She told me her classes were canceled and moving to online only. And I figured that OU would do the same. What has this year been like for you up until this experience? Very eye-opening. I have learned a lot about just different ways of life. Like I come from a suburb outside of Columbus, so I'm not really exposed to new experiences as often as I was in Athens. And that was pretty cool, especially as a journalist. It definitely provided me with the tools to look at stories differently, report differently, reach out to different people. And I've fallen in love with Athens. Like I think that was the hardest thing for me about leaving school was leaving Athens because that town has become like a new home. And it's just crazy that I had to move back home. I would say it's a pretty good experience. I've had my eye on OU for the past like three years since I was a sophomore in high school. So it's definitely exceeded my expectations. Definitely underestimated the amount of change that would go on coming to OU. And and then throw this pandemic in, into the mix uh, just for for good measure, I guess, uh, just, just in case you hadn't had enough change. Seriously. <laughs> what are some of the, the highlights of the year up until this moment? You know, some of those Athens experiences that you really fell in love with well where to begin um first like I lived on South Green so I would always go run like even running on the trail and just like running around the river that was probably my favorite part of living down there just being surrounded by so many people who are kind of opening my eyes to new things and like meeting people who are not from Columbus meeting people who are not even from Ohio was really eye-opening the student orgs were super cool. Like I wrote for the new political first semester. That was a very awesome experience to be able to write in a newsroom that basically operates as like a professional newsroom. I mean, we have daily coverage, so that was really cool. And now I'm an associate editor editor for backdrop magazine and just kind of exploring different publications, um, different student orgs that would have not been available to me. Like had I not gone to OU is pretty awesome. I know Backdrop had to shut down for the rest of the semester. That must have been a pretty pretty tough pill to swallow, but really probably very sensible. I mean, it's sad. All Everyone's hard work is just on pause. Definitely a moment of mourning and grief for a lot of people. You know, one of the lessons that I think we all take away from this is to never, ever take things for granted that seem to be normal, whatever, you know, whatever normal used to be. Uh, we know that there's a, a new normal. We don't know how long this new normal is going to be in place, but but there's a lot about the old normal we certainly miss. 
I think about Donkey or like Court Street Coffee or the restaurants that are in on Court Street. Like no one, it's going to be so weird coming back and being within less than six feet of someone. Like that will be definitely weird. What's it been like for your family to make this this adaptation? So I come from a pretty big family. So it's actually interesting because right now I'm the only child at the home right now. I have six other siblings that all used to live here. I would say it's been like, okay, my um, stepmom is working from home. My dad's a realtor, so he's been doing work from home. We're all just trying to stay safe and stay inside as much as we can. I have a feeling they probably find it a little different that I'm home now just because I was gone for so many months and it was the first time that they didn't really have any kids in the home. So I think it's definitely an adjustment, but it's fun. It's been good. What are the first two or three things you're going to do when you get back to Athens? Get a chai tea latte from Donkey um, and go for a run around the river. Definitely. Go for a walk to College Green. That'll be the first thing I do. Well, let's hope that's not too long from now because I think we're, you know, in Athens, it it sort of feels like we're still on spring break in terms of um, how quiet it is. It's very strange. Yeah, I bet. Well, Abby Neff, thank you very much for joining us for for this podcast and giving us some some insight into how this has uh, affected a freshman. I mean, I guess the one thing you can be really glad is that you're not a graduating senior. Yeah, I empathize and understand all of the, I can't, I literally just can't imagine being a senior in high school or in college right now. I mean, you're missing out on so many things that were promised to you for so long. Well, I hope that the the university is going to be able to find ways to um, help the graduating seniors um, get some closure. I know that they're rescheduling commencement. Uh, I have a feeling that homecoming is going to be a very special experience this this fall, assuming assuming we're all back on campus. Yeah, I hope so, and I, I am sure it will be. Well, thank you, Abby, for joining us, and uh, best thank of you luck. Thank for having and, me on. And uh, don't forget to wash your hands. I will not. Thanks. <laughs>